Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We would talk about this story if it were anywhere in the United States, because it's the sort of thing that we're into. The stupidity, particularly of academics and this whole weird, woke, anti-rational, anti-intellectual view of education that we've got going on right now that a lot of super liberals like Sam Harris and Bill Maher and stuff like that decry as much as people on the right. A bizarre um, fundamentalist religion in which if you utter the wrong phrase, you're you're branded a heretic, no matter your intent or your motive or your context. I'll just give you the gist so you understand where we're going with this and then fill in the details, which are unbelievable. Um, teacher who's got a Nazi flag in his classroom. For instructional purposes, it seems obvious. One of several German flags. I'm sure he's discussing how the Third Reich came to be. It's a, a perfectly important But that teacher's reasonable... been suspended, Joe. Don't even say another word. All I heard was Nazi flag in the schoolroom, and that teacher's been suspended because we can't have a Nazi flag in the schoolroom. Boogity, boogity, boogity. White supremacist, boogity. So I came across an even better version of this story, and there's some juicy stuff in here. We'll spin your head around, dude. God, I am... You should be scared. Of where we're going. Oh, I would agree completely. How how irrational and anti-fact we're getting. It's just... Anyway, I'll read you the story. An investigation is underway at Rio Americano High School after a teacher displayed a Nazi flag during class, school officials said. No, no, no! Nobody's ever seen one! Well, They're magical! What does a normal person think when they hear a Nazi flag was in the classroom? My immediate thought is, oh, they were teaching something about uh, World War II or something, or Hitler. 
I don't I don't have any worry whatsoever that something bad had happened. But apparently a lot of you, your first reaction is clearly something bad has happened. This should never happen and somebody needs to lose their job. I'll get back to it because I don't want to miss out on the good stuff here. And Does every time somebody displays a picture of Al Capone during Prohibition, do you all assume that that teacher is a mobster, is a Chicago mobster? How effing stupid would you have to be to make that assumption? In a statement, the school district referred to it as a hate bias incident on campus. Except that it wasn't. In a message to parents on Tuesday, Principal Brian Ginter, and, and, and Principal Brian Ginter, you know, get a hold of us if we're missing something on this said it was one of several flags from German history on display for a school lesson last week. The statement from the district reference that was part of a World War II history lesson. Okay. Hmm, how could that be? Okay. The Nazi flag is a long-standing symbol of hate and does not represent the culture and values of our school and district. The principal said, The symbolism of these flags is deplorable and we denounce it. Hate has no place in our school. Gintner what sent in a letter hell? to parents. Gintner said the school, this is laughable, dude. Unless, again, Mr. Gintner, unless I'm missing something, this is laughable. Like, what are you talking about? Gintner said the school is looking into why the teacher thought the flags were appropriate to use and making sure the teacher and others understood this wasn't an acceptable way to teach any curriculum. This is so strange what and about frightening. Curriculum about Nazis. <laughs> I mean, if you're showing <laughs> Nazi Germany. Hey, 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 Brian, I got a question for you, seriously. Now, maybe you're just reacting to the lunatics in your midst, but if uh, a teacher, perhaps this teacher, displayed the uh, flag of, the, uh, of Imperial Japan, would you have to put out a statement saying you're against genocide of the Chinese people? But like, for instance, but like, you're sure. anti the occupation of the Korean Peninsula. <laughs> but for any curriculum, like Sean said, how about if the curriculum is... Studying who caused the biggest event in world history. So no. if we're studying who caused the biggest event in the history of the world. Just don't show the flag. Boogity, boogity, boogity. It's magical. Raj Ray, a spokesman for the district, said the teacher in the incident taught both English and social science. While the investigation is still ongoing, Ray said the teacher has an exposit, exposit, hmm, a reading and writing course for seniors. I don't know why they told us that. There are generally focus areas themes in this course, which include an analysis of historical events and topics. She told ABC 10 in reference to the World War II history lesson. You know, it's so strange. The The investigation is ongoing. Yeah, the investigation's the investigation. over. <laughs> How long does it take to... I like they're talking to an expert who's looked into it and says, the the, the, the class includes uh, analysis of historical events and topics. Yeah, that sounds like school, pretty much. Well, that's no excuse for displaying... The magic flag! Boogity, boogity, boogity! The flags were on display last week and were also removed that last week, the principal said. Mary Kelly was one of the people who got the letter. Her daughter attends Rio Americano and has friends who have taken a class with the teacher. Kelly disputes the statement by the district that the incident happened last week. She said the flags had been put up before and caused commotion only to be taken down and put back up the next year by the teacher. So you mean every year that he teaches World War II history class? He puts up the Nazi flag every year. The same hate. Unbelievable. It's a hate bias incident. I don't think that makes the students in this classroom feel like he cares about them and that he actually cares about them learning anything. As an educator, your classroom should reflect a welcoming and inclusive atmosphere. You're an idiot. You do not have the intellectual heft to comment on this story. Please stop. As a teacher herself, she said that she has never felt the need to display a permanent fixture of a Nazi flag in her classroom. Well, what do you teach? 
Do you teach third graders math and spelling? Then no, you didn't need a Nazi flag. And how did she get to where this thing was a permanent fixture? When it, it gets... I don't know. I don't know. But that's just hilarious that obviously, <laughs> no matter what you teach, that's funny. She might teach art for all I know. Right. I've never needed a Nazi flag. No, I don't suppose you did. What a stupid comment. I teach third grade gym, and I've never needed a Nazi flag. No, I don't suppose you did. Um, while the teacher used the flags in the past as an instructional aid, Ray said it is not reflective of where the school district stands today. Nobody thought it was. Nobody. No reasonable human thought that. Our district's understanding of inclusion has grown, and we're committed to breaking down systemic racism in our system. And we're, we're committed to never confronting our students with any notion they don't already hold. Mm, and is as gentle and soft as a baby duckling. We're about to get to that specifically, which you'll Uh-oh. find amazing. Symbols Uh-oh. and images of hate and bias will not be allowed on our campuses and inside our classrooms. How the hell are you going to teach people about them, you stupid idiots? So we're going to have to get right to this story because um, we don't have much time. So we're talking about a school. There was a Nazi flag in the classroom. The teacher has been suspended. Uh, we're thinking the, the flag was just there to teach World War II, so what the hell's the deal? But we've got Amidst Ra- a couple of other German flags. Right. Raj Rai, who's a spokesman for the school, is that what you are? Yes. Yes, I'm the communications coordinator. Is there anything we're missing from this story? Because it seems pretty nutty to us. Yeah, you know, um, the issue that we have here is we have several students concerned about the flags being in the classroom, one of them featuring a swastika. And at least one of those students was a passerby, so they didn't know the context of the flag being there. So why didn't somebody just tell them what the context was? And this would be over. It's how the student felt uncomfortable, um, you know, not seeing a symbol of hate on their school campus, a place where they're supposed to I'm be not. Welcome. I'm not trying to be argumentative. We're just short on time, and I want to get the information. Right, so right. so mm-hmm. why didn't somebody just explain to the student, look, it's for teaching World War II? Specifically or, or, propaganda and symbolism. And sim- propaganda and symbolism, which is legitimate, and then, the te- then, and then that's it. Why, no, was, it, why it, was the it, teacher suspended? It could have been a conversation, but once they did hear from one student, they did hear from others and then had concerns. How many total? We understand it's two. Yeah, you know, I don't. I, I, the investigation is ongoing, which is why the, the teacher involved is currently on administrative. But the investigation of what? The investigation into if the flags were used before, in what context, if they were used before. Well, why didn't you just ask the teacher? I mean, that would take literally 90 seconds yeah, it seems at like, most. It seems like this all could be solved in five minutes. Yeah, uh, we, you know, we have to go through our processes and making sure that we look at timelines, talk with site administration that may have had conversations with the teacher in the past. So it does take time to gather those details and also talk with students about the impact that it had on them. Of seeing it doesn't it matter the what the impact was on the students. That doesn't matter. They're children. If it's a legitimate lesson being taught in a legitimate way, which, again, now listen, and Raj, with all due respect, we appreciate you coming on. It's good of you, um, and we understand that you don't make the policy. You're the spokesperson. So, again, this is not coming after you. This strikes us as anti-intellectual, nearly superstitious kowtowing to the overreaction of children. That's no way for an institutional learning to act. Right. What we're, we're coming from is there is a way to be teaching these very important topics and history lessons to students without prominently displaying a symbol. With, of you, wouldn't, you wouldn't want to use the most successful piece of propaganda in the history of the planet to teach about propaganda, obviously. 
Right. There are other ways of going about it. There's other ways of, uh, you know, sh- sharing history without having the flag in the classroom, making students feel uncomfortable. Interestingly enough, there are real parallels between this policy and the policies of Nazi Germany. There are. There the, really are. The, hey, we, uh, we appreciate greatly you coming on, and I know we're out of time, so, but, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, thank you. Yes. It was Good very nice of you to come on. Very nice you to come on. And Joe's absolutely right. She's just doing her job. Right. Although it sounds like she buys what she's saying. Yeah, well, she's supposed to. That's her job. Wow. Uh, Folks, I don't think any comment is needed. We all heard it together. This is the best display of this that I've heard anywhere in America yet. It's it's superstition mixed with fear of being called out yourself by the woke mob. This is scary. And the teacher's been suspended. We're still doing our investigation. Yeah, I was teaching about the symbols of the Nazi regime and how powerful they were. Oh, okay. No problem. Go back to work. But that didn't happen. Whoa! Armstrong and Getty. I'm sorry, Raj Rai. It was nice of you to come on our our show. You're in an indefensible position. Maybe you're just trying to keep your job. I don't know. To say to students, whether, you know, actually say it or just introduce things to challenge them, that is a compliment to them. That is saying, you are ready for this, you can handle this intellectually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some stuff that's good and chewy, but you're ready for it. That is a compliment. And the way that, that school district is handling this bizarre and idiotic episode infantilizes the children. It tells them if for any reason, no matter how indefensible, neurotic, or stupid, you are the least bit upset, we will just stop everything because you can't be challenged in the least. You might fall to pieces. That's a profoundly insulting thing to say to high schoolers, and yet that is the culture. I mean, and listen, I don't I don't want to sound like bitter old conservative guy because I'm really... I'm, I'm not bitter. I'm middle-aged, and I'm pretty concerned. I guarantee you, Bill Maher, Sam Harris, Matt Taibbi, you got them in this room right now, they'd feel exactly the same as us on this particular subject. Okay, well, I was going to say, but until very, very recently, kids of high school age or just a teeny bit older were toting rifles. They were starting families. They were starting careers. They were building their country wherever it is around the world. They were absolutely wrestling successfully with adulthood. And the idea that we're now turning 17-year-olds into infants who just, they're just, they're beyond hothouse flowers. They're, they're snowflakes. It's, it's very, not very stupid healthy. Babies. It's not healthy. We've got a number of texts about this. Um, this argument is always a good one. If our kids are old enough to have a legal abortion without their parents knowing, you should, you'd think they'd be old enough to see a Nazi symbol with some explanations about it. <laughs> uh, well said, my friend. Uh, in 1981, we had our teacher's father come into class to explain his experiences in World War II as a Hitler youth soldier. No one felt triggered. Boy, how fascinating would that be? Oh, my I assume God. from the angle of, you know, this is what we all thought. We didn't know any better. This is, mm-hmm. you know. This really is what we were told, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a great text. Students need to learn that what happened in the land of Beethoven and Goth can happen anywhere. And that we need to understand why it happened in order to prevent it. Great point. Schools today are kindergarten, which is a funny expression since kindergarten is a German term. Uh, but yeah. Schools today are kindergarten until the end of high school. Wow. Apparently is the case. A couple emails. Randy writes, I cannot believe the story you guys had about the teacher and the Nazi flag. And the call with the woman rep from the school at the end of the hour was troubling, to say the least. 
What do these kids think is going to happen in the real world when they're faced with something that makes them uncomfortable? Do we have any more clips of the uh, the chat uh, ready? You wouldn't want to use the most successful piece of propaganda in the history of the planet to teach about propaganda, obviously. Right. There are other ways of going about it. There's other ways of, uh, you know, sh- sharing history without having the flag in the classroom, making students feel uncomfortable. Interestingly enough, there are real parallels between this policy and the policies of Nazi Germany. There are. There the, really are. I, so, oh, I think she appreciated you. Uh, she she thought that as you guys had some common ground there. Yeah. My sarcasm was not thick enough, apparently. So she just took it as, I agree. Yeah. You wouldn't want to use the most popular piece of propaganda in history to teach it that would be bad i agree with you right <laughs> and you know what's you know what just dawned on me it was funny because that answer came at the very end was she pronounced or she announced that um that the use of the flag was a bad thing she said there are other ways to do it yeah. that would not hurt people's feelings so wait a minute you haven't even done your investigation so you have preemptively concluded that the use of nazi symbolism in a class about nazi symbolism is improper i wish i would have thought of sean's question of if we had a slide and we showed it up on the screen or it was in a book or it was in a book would that be okay but no, one kid walked by and said, oh, a swastika, a swastika, that must be a stormtrooper in there or something. That, so then you can't teach that way. You know what, Jack? This is, a, this is and I hate to lighten the, the mood at all because this is such a brutally important and scary topic, this sort of anti-intellectual uh, terrorism. Um, long time ago, we came up with this principle that if you look over your back fence... <laughs> And, and and I just, when I was thinking this originally, I came up with the craziest thing I could to make the point. If you look over your back fence and your neighbor is eating your dog's crap, is a sick enough. there's no point in saying to him, hey, Steve, you shouldn't eat your dog's crap, <laughs> because the very act of doing that shows that they probably sure. can't be reasoned with. And that is why this is so scary. That woman's point of view and the things she was saying made it self-evident that she couldn't be reasoned with or, and that yeah. the people behind that policy more importantly i don't know if they can be reasoned with because they're so superstitious and they become cultists in this cult of of emotion feelings and being triggered so how is your neighbor steve by the way did he get past that period or is he still eh, it's touch and go he has good days you know <laughs> You wouldn't want to use the most successful piece of propaganda in the history of the planet to teach about propaganda, obviously. Right. There are other ways of going about it. There's other ways of, uh, you know, sharing history. So Sean and I are really enjoying the fact that my sarcasm, she just rolled with it as if I had stated it. So I I need to remember in the future when I'm talking to somebody like that to not do my sarcasm routine. Because they'll just say, thanks for making my point. No, excellent point. Let me build on that. That was as sarcastic as it gets. <laughs> that was funny. So if you're just joining us, there's a school. It appears that a teacher who teaches symbolism and propaganda was using the Nazi flag as an example. Pretty good example. Uh, Nazi but, Germany. But one student walking by in the hallway saw the Nazi flag in the classroom and got upset about it. And then um, perhaps we're not even we haven't even nailed this down yet. Perhaps another student in the class was upset about it. Or, you know, student one said to student two, can you believe that? And they said, you're so right. Instead of just saying to the students, well, Nazi flag is one of the most 
important pieces of propaganda in the history of the world. So that's what we're using it as an example. And, you know, so settle down. Yeah, uh, we're no. teaching about Nazi Germany. They, they suspended the teacher. And then what does it actually say in the letter, Sean? Because you found the letter that they sent it out. They called it a... Uh, an in, uh, a hate incident. Please see the attached letter uh, in, uh, regarding a hate incident that happened on our school. A hate incident. Teaching history is now a hate incident. This is specifically Rio Americano High School in Sacramento, California. So I appreciate that woman, the spokesman, coming on the radio. I, uh, I, I think one of the reasons she she didn't apparently, according to Hanson, she didn't know about our show, which you know is a little bit hurtful. She lives in our neighborhood and she didn't know about our show. But anyway, well, freaking um, number one. I oh, think well. she thought because every view I'm looking at that for local news, um, they took their statements. And just repeated them with no pushback from their anchors whatsoever. So I would imagine she was expecting the same routine from us. She just states this was a hate incident. We're investigating it, and we go along with it. It's just tragic. These kids had to see this horrible flag. Because that's the way every news organization locally is treating it. So why wouldn't she walk into what turned out to be the lion's den on this issue? Nobody dares confront this stuff, no, well, or, yeah. or like Joe Biden, they just don't know what it is. Yeah, I didn't even finish making my point. Because, you know, ABC, CBS, Fox, the Sacramento Bee, they're all afraid that if they push back on this, they'll have the woke-tivists coming after them. If they would say, well, isn't it appropriate to use a Nazi flag to teach about World War II? Isn't that okay? I mean, if they push back on it, they'll get killed. So they're just going to go along with it. And or they secretly... They either agree with the woke superstition or they're just kind of uncomfortable because they, they want to be progressive and forward thinking. They don't quite understand that, but they're going to keep their mouths shut. I think there is some percentage of it that a lot of newsrooms are filled with young people who aren't grizzled reporters who aren't used to pushing back against press releases. Right. And, and yeah. you know. And they're probably overworked and understaffed and and steeped in this stuff anyway. Well, so, if so. I was if I was a twenty three year old fresh out of college and I was talking to her, I wouldn't have had the spine to like push back on her. Probably not. It's not what yeah. I'm told to do. You know, it was funny. It, it it popped into my head during the commercial break the uh, the legendary episode of the Twilight Zone. Um, the the title of which I looked up. It's a good life. It's a story about a monster that terrorizes uh, a, a town, specifically a family, it keeps them in constant fear of their lives because the monster is so capricious and the monster is so vicious when it wants to be. And the line Rod Serling says is, uh, oh, yes, I did forget something, didn't I? I forgot to introduce you to the monster. This is the monster. His name is Anthony Fremont. He's six years old with a cute little boy face and blue guileless eyes. The point being, children are so capricious and and can be so quick to anger and cruelty and the rest of it, they're not in charge. You can't have them in charge. The idea that one child expresses their peak at seeing something they they don't like, and the high school comes to a stop as the result of that, is is bizarre and ill-advised, to say the least. Armstrong and Getty. 
Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking pleasure air technology combined with new climax control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the dull and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 